Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, everyone, to the In Conversation podcast. I am your host, Andrew Cervantes, and today we have a hell of a show in store. Something we have never done on the show before. I have my very own brother, Daniel, and I have my cousin, Josh, here. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm Andrew's brother, uh, Danny, 24 years old, um, three years older than Andrew. Um, I uh, enjoy uh, training, eating good. Uh, I train jujitsu and um, do some boxing in my free time. Uh, I also volunteer with our dog, Nala, at the hospital. Uh, she's a therapy dog, so you can catch me there uh, every week. Um, yeah. Let me just say uh, a quick rundown. Denny has always been the more prestigious uh, kind of one out of all three of us, I would say. Um so he tends to always come through and bring the knowledge and the discipline, you know, and it's funny because we all kind of have our own niche. And uh, now I'm going and introducing my cousin. Go ahead, bro. Yo, I'm Josh. I'm kind of like I'm the cousin, but I'm also like slash the brother as well. I'm 23. I'm like the middle between Danny and Andrew. So I'm like, you know, the even out the bridge. And so, you know, I like to like. I like to do stuff like play basketball with them and, you know, fun stuff like that. And, uh, you know, not trying to get too much of my future, but I got a future. I want to do music and stuff and stuff like that. So, yeah. And Josh has always been the kind of he's always been the middle one out of all of us. He's kind of been the balancer between me and Danny. And uh, it's funny how we all come together and we all kind of mix well together. You know what I mean? Um, But first off, I think. One of the main things we want to talk about is, uh, I guess, something that, you know, I've been struggling with. Uh, I want to discuss that and kind of just, you know, give the audience a lot of kind of advice on basically anxiety, dealing with anxiety and uh, depression and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I know... My audience knows that I am the person that kind of, you know, I deal with it very much. And um, my brother and my cousin right next to me, uh, they know I deal with that stuff. But basically what we want to do is provide any listeners out there with tools that we know um, that could possibly help you guys. And uh, this episode isn't only going to be about like anxiety and tools to cope with it. You know, this is just a, a quick segment on it, but then we'll get into, you know, further stuff. But yeah, um, first off, I kind of want to ask my brother, um, how did you overcome your anxiety to begin with? Because you had it for about, what, like a week? <laughs> Two weeks. <clears throat> um, yeah, I remember... Uh... The first time I ever experienced it, I was like, oh, wow, like, this is what my brother is talking about. It was almost like a crippling, uh, paralyzing feeling. I felt like um, my body just reacted. I was nervous. And then um, I just felt like this, uh, like, numbness and tingling sensation that went all the way from uh, my upper body to my lower body. And I just felt kind of crippled. And I was like, oh, wow, I've never felt that before. And I just remember it would not go away. And um, I think <clears throat> that was also a time in my life where um, I had a lot going on. And I was I was very young. 
Um, I'm 24 now. This is probably when I was like 21 or 22 years old. Um, so I was still coming into my own. And uh, I just remember being like, dude, this is like not a good feeling. And uh, it would not go away. Um, and um, even the next day, I remember I thought I could sleep it off, but I still felt the same. And, um, you know, I knew I had to get a grip on it. Um, so immediately I started like reading about it, um, trying to come up with a plan for how to pretty much overcome it. And, uh, yeah, I read some books, watched some videos, uh, started following a lot of anxiety, uh, Instagram pages. And, uh, yeah, I just started to get a grip of it pretty quick, thankfully. Um, I still feel it to this day sometimes, but now I know better, um, you know, I like to ground myself. Uh, so I still get nervous and anxious, but now I know that it's my nervous system doing what it's supposed to do. And um, instead of letting uh, it get worse, uh, as soon as I feel it, I just immediately tell myself that's what your nervous system is supposed to do, you know, and there's nothing to be afraid of. And yeah, I think I've been able to, to get my life back. Um, I live a pretty regular life. Uh, I can still go out and do a lot of fun things, although I still feel anxious sometimes. And you said you had read a book. Uh, what book did you read? You know, I don't have the name of the book off the top of my head, um, but I know that we have two books in the house, and uh, I bought them for myself and for for you um, just as a resource to have nearby. Um, but I remember they were top five sellers on Amazon. Um but yeah, I, 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 those books were helpful. They just kind of helped me uh, understand the science of anxiety and like how, um, you know, it's your brain, the amygdala and what that does and how that causes you to feel. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for those books. And every now and then, you know, I'll kind of glance over them and just kind of skim through just to review some things. Yeah. Okay, cool. What about you, Josh? I know you tend to deal with a lot of anxiety compared to me. It's always kind of seems that me and you have always kind of struggled with the more uh, or struggled more mentally, you know. So um, what's your experience with anxiety been like? Um, my anxiety, my experience with like anxiety, like just as coming up, like especially since high school, I think that I've always kind of had like a little bit of anxiety behind me. But I think that over time with, you know, just life and, you know, different obstacles that I went through, I think that there's a lot of stuff that I never didn't really understand that I didn't really understand the anxiety has how deep it could get just throughout time. And I know like it got worse just as growing up, like just getting older and especially in high school, I think it hit harder and I don't really like there's a lot of just obstacles that I can't really like explain. There's a lot of details in in the disguise of you know trying to cope with your anxiety, but just um, just whatever works for you, I guess. Like that's all I really could say is kind of just what works for you because everyone works differently. Um, and so really, it's just one of those things where it's only so much you could do, you know, like kind of because it's really in your mind. Mm -hmm. Except, you know, like, you know, be out, get distracted, 
and just those kind of things. But I think what really made my anxiety worse was a pandemic. When the pandemic hit, I didn't think then I didn't realize that how bad it hit me mm-hmm. until after the pandemic was over and everyone started getting back outside. I think that like I some for some reason ex- social anxiety created behind me a little bit. So I was like, you know, it even made it even worse for me. So I was having a tougher time to get outside because I was at home a lot. Being at home is not that good. So, you know, it's just really works for you. You know, like everyone has different copes. You know, you could read a book. You could uh, look up knowledge or you could also have good people behind you to really help you understand anxiety. And thank God I had some good people uh, behind me. And really, you know, I took it was a really serious thing for me. Mm-hmm. And took some time for myself and uh, just, you know, didn't mean didn't block anybody out of my life, but also just took a big break from everyone. Yeah. OK. Um, one of the things that I would say affected me tremendously was the pandemic, as you said. Um, I didn't realize how like fucked up the pandemic had you know, messed me up, uh, until recently at first I thought, Oh yeah, you know, it kind of, it is what it is. But as time started to go on and on and on, I found myself isolating myself more and more and more. And, um, recently me and my brother, Danny, uh, we moved to a new town. Um, and I had noticed once we moved to this new town, that I personally myself tended or found myself being inside a lot more. And this is just me personally. But, um, you know, I didn't have as much friends and, um, you know, not really as much people I knew. But um, I feel like, you know, with a mix of moving to this new town and a new home, not really knowing people and, you know, coming off a pandemic and, uh, you know, the whole world being kind of sheltered inside for so long, it kind of screwed me up, you know? And I think that was one of the biggest things is that I built up really bad social anxiety. And I think both of you guys could agree that it's gotten bad, you know, sometimes to the point where I can't even go down the store or go down the street to the grocery store and feel comfortable. And, you know, I've been, you know, down the street with you guys and sometimes I'll start freaking out. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but it is good to sit down and discuss things like this and pinpoint what it is and really break it down to its core because I know that there's someone out there that's going to be listening to this and, you know, they might be lost themselves and, you know, us just helping them and breaking it down to its core and pinpointing it that, you know, it could potentially... It might sound, you know, kind of corny, but it honestly could potentially save lives. And, uh, you know, I feel like that's one of the biggest reasons I wanted to do a podcast like this because I feel like, Josh, you know, you personally, you're very smart at it, you know, in your own way. And I feel like Danny is also very smart at it in his own way. And um, I felt like this group specifically, if we came together, it would almost be like a magical podcast that anyone that was going through anxiety and depression could benefit from you know and it is it's uh it's really good you know and um 
but yeah um so denny you you overcame your anxiety you know really quick like i had said um would you say you've been battling like anxiety like your whole life or is it was that something that just came and disappeared really quick uh you know it's funny i agree with my cousin josh i i didn't have anxiety until the pandemic i grew up my whole life graduating college including graduating college without any sort of social anxiety or phobia um and so you know i would hear the term anxiety but i never really understood what it meant until the pandemic and until going through it uh on my own and i think a lot of it you know was because we were inside and we were isolated uh i remember that whole you know there was a couple years where you weren't really hanging out with anyone, you know, like you were inside all day, um, wearing a mask, uh, you know, everything changed. And I think, um, the whole world got really comfortable just being inside all day. And I think a side effect of that is that when you do go back outside, you're not used to it, so it creates like a phobia. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, it's really unhealthy. Um, I noticed that um, my anxiety got a lot better after things started opening up again. And although I didn't deal with it for very long, um, right around the time where I was dealing with it is when things were starting to open up again. And um, I just noticed that as soon as that thing started to open up again, my anxiety got a lot better because I think I'm also really good at um, forcing myself to do things um, that are uncomfortable. So I knew that I had a problem, and I was like, dude, I got I to gotta nip this in the butt before it becomes bigger than it is, should be. So, you know, I was forced, I was getting myself out there, I was socializing, um, I was going, I was driving to places. Um, I think I was even traveling during this time, um, and those things, they still scared me, but I still did those things. Like, I remember specifically, uh, going to Las Vegas in 2021, I think, for Day in Vegas, the music festival, and I remember, um, I think this had a lot to do with my anxiety. I was going to get on a plane by myself for the first time in like a decade. And that was causing me a lot of stress. And uh, I just remember uh, I was also struggling with anxiety. And I was like, dude, I really don't feel like going anymore. You know, I was looking for any excuse to to not get on that plane, you know, especially by myself. <laughs> and... Um, Man, I remember even getting to the airport. I flew out of San Francisco. And I was... That whole process of just getting on the plane by myself was so overwhelming. You know, because um, these airports, they're so huge. And, uh, you know, you park your car, and then you have your luggage. And then now you have to figure out what terminal you're at, you know? So you have to understand you know, the airport and, uh, like, where to go. And then they have all these, like, um, they're, like, they're, like, trains almost, like, where you have to, 
you have to catch the train, and then that's going to take you to the airport, but you have to know where to get off at. And then once you're there, you know, then you have to go through TSA. And, um, you know, even getting through TSA, it's a whole process. You know, you got to, like, take all your, you know, any sort of metal you have off. Um, and then, you know, the lines are usually busy. And so you just feel very rushed. And then you just feel stressed out. And then you're also trying to calculate the time that you're trying to get on the plane. So you catch your flight. And man, I remember going through that. I was so anxious, and I—I I remember at the airport, I was like, "Dude, I don't even—I think I might just walk away from this. Like, this is too much." But I knew that that was my mind doing what it was supposed to do, you know, which is trying to protect me from what it thought was danger. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, "Nope, you're gonna get on this plane. You're gonna figure it out, you know." And of course, man, I get on this plane, and it's a small Southwest flight, and. I was one of the last people to board, and the only seats that were left were the middle seats. And I remember, I was like, dude, man, this is so freaking crowded. Like, I'm not even comfortable. That was stressing me out. You know, that was causing me, like, some sort of claustrophobia. And I was just like, dude, this flight, you know, it was only an hour, but it just felt like the longest hour ever. And then it was a really nice surprise that... um the flight was only like 30 to 40 minutes, you know, and they tell you it's only going to be an hour just in case there's any delays, mm-hmm. but the flight time is usually a little bit shorter than what they tell you. But I remember just fighting through that feeling of anxiety the whole time. And, um, you know, I, I kind of knew that it wasn't real and that it was just like protecting me and I just kept fighting through. But I remember I struggled with it that whole festival, and um, I couldn't wait to come back. But, you know, I made it back in one piece, and uh, really thankful for that experience. You know, it kind of proved to myself that anxiety, you know, like, it's not a real thing, and that you're safe, and that everything's going to be okay. And so that was a pretty defining experience in my uh, journey of anxiety. It was almost like conquering the hill when I first struggled with anxiety, you know, it was like such a big thing that I did and I passed it and I was like, okay, I think I got the hang of this. That actually, that sounds petrifying to be honest. Uh, what do you think about that, Josh? Yeah, I, I think that some people have like different ways. Some people are a little bit stronger than others. Some people need a little bit more help in anxiety and their mental health. Um, like to the point where it's like they talk to a therapist or, they have a psychiatrist. Like, some people need to take, like, medication for their stuff. So, like, you know, some people are just more strong. We've actually, when we went to L.A., <laughs> we went to the Lakers game. I was getting anxiety towards the end of the game when we were in the seats. Like, and I was kind of, like, trying to tell myself, like, I don't know. Like, I just kind of had this weird wave of me just getting straight up anxiety. Like, just random, like, randomly. I was fine the whole game until the end, and then I kind of was like, had to tell myself, like, like it's my mind. I can make this through. The game's about to be over, and just I don't know for some reason it was just just poking and picking at me the whole time, and I'm like trying to be strong, and for some, just for myself, because like you know I'm we're far from home, like we're in L.A., like I'm trying to have a good time, but it's trying to ruin my time, and so it's kind of like one of those things where you need to be able to 
put your arm around your anxiety and be like, you're not going to bother me, you know. But at the end of the day, when you got God in faith um, in your in your hands, like it, it'll be OK, you know. So just, you know, believing and trusting the process and, you know, with anxiety, we want to find the easiest way out. It doesn't work like that. Just being being able to work with yourself, meet halfway, even if that means taking a medication, it's okay. You know, because some people think it's so, so like driving your mind crazy that it's like to the point where they want to think about suicide and they want to think about that stuff. But, you know, it's which will the faith in God in your hands, like, you know, you'll be able to, to overcome anything, you know, believe in yourself and believe in God as well. And uh, just, you know, there's some people that that didn't wake up the next day because of how bad their anxiety and how bad their depression mm-hmm. is. Yeah. You know, so whoever's, if you're listening to this, you're, you know, you're kicking and you're still waking up every day and putting in that work no matter what. You know, like I said, there's some people that didn't wake up the next day. So just remember how strong you are. Remember how how good it is for you to keep fighting no matter how many times you fall. That's part of life. Life is going to hit you with crazy different challenges just keep moving and keep pushing that's what a true king is so that's what i had to say about that i know uh you you tend to have a lot of uh you know like knowledge on everything so can you give like the audience um a couple resources on where they can go to start their journey of healing themselves or getting over their anxiety and their fears or their depressions, you know, just some of the stuff you use, you know, and like, I know you, you know, you have your own stuff. Just, just give them a rundown. Yeah. So what I could really say for, you know, people that, you know, like everyone is different. Everyone works different. Something that works for you, you know, if, if you love playing basketball, you love singing, you love dancing, you love something, and, you know, even though what your anxiety and whatever, if you deal with depression, OCD, you kind of lose interest in those things because of those battles that you're fighting in your mind. But just try, you know, you never know if you just keep trying, you never know if you're going to be able to make it. Um, but you will make it. Yes. You know, your mind's going to play tricks on you. Like what I'm saying is like when you feel like you can't, you can just try, you know, put your feet in the water a little bit. But like the, like I said, the skills, the best thing I say is talk to a therapist. Some people are so ashamed to like talk about it. You know, someone have a deep conversation with someone. They're like, they want to be so like strong this, strong that. But it's way more than that. You gotta. It's deeper than just you know letting your pride stand above it. Don't do that. You're gonna destroy yourself. You don't want to destroy yourself. You want to be able to have a healthy life, a healthy mind. You know, whether it's a young or an older person, you can have a family one day in the future. You want to be able to step up step up right with yourself in your life so you know that's really what i had to say if everyone's different everyone works in different ways but just find what helps you and works for you so you're saying just therapist and you know putting yourself out there maybe a little bit of exposure therapy um and doing what you love to do you know like you said whether it's playing basketball or it could be something as simple as playing video games you're just kind of keeping, kind of keeping your mind occupied, right? And uh, you said medication, you know, prescribed by a doctor can help. 
Um, I definitely think if you're out there struggling with this, uh, I just want to say that you're not alone. And I think I had read that one in every 10 people in the world tend to uh, suffer from anxiety and depression. Um, I would just like to say, just how like my cousin had said, um, medication you know, it can, it can or it can't work for you. I definitely think it, it is worth a shot. Um, me personally, uh, a counselor or a therapist or a psychologist um, helps tremendously, you know, to each their own. But I do think, you know, you could you can go and take that route. Or you can just do self-help and you can go and do your own research on it. You can watch YouTube videos. You can buy books. You can read articles, you can listen to podcasts like this, and you would be surprised with how much you will learn from them and what you can take, you know, uh, by just investing some time into learning about it and really deciding it. Um, Denny, I want to thank you for, you know, sharing your experiences and what you did to overcome them. Um, I know you, you know, you said you kind of just went straight into the fire you went full on exposure therapy and you just sent it you know and you proved to you po- you proved through your your body you know to your mind that you know you can do it and you know that is one way you can do it or you know you can take the you know the smaller babyer steps and kind of work your way up to building that confidence and courage to make yourself better um and that kind of seems like the approach me and josh have taken and um yeah i want to thank you josh yet again for you know coming on in and sharing your knowledge and uh, this was actually going to be a, a quicker episode and i just wanted to have a you know a quick episode just in case you're struggling and you would like the information and the tools on it um yeah, man, I just wanted to, you know, discuss that and help you guys out. Um, but without further ado, I want to thank you guys. If you made it this far, thank you guys for listening. Um, leave a five-star review on the show. Don't forget to follow our socials at In Conversation Pod. I'll have Danny and Josh's Instagram ads um, in the caption. But without further ado, thank you guys. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, I'm out of here. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, thank you again for for listening to us. All right, we're out of here, man. Peace.